Hello everyone, and we should be live on multiple services today. And hopefully there is no skipping or bumping or any other issues that may arise with streaming. And hopefully my background noise is not that bad. If you hear noises in the kitchen, it is not my fault. But we could turn the cameras on everywhere in the house. So, uh, welcome to another episode of Four Guys with Quarters. And today we have Midway back. He did shave a little bit. You might not recognize him. Mid beard. Something like that. Uh, so <laughs> let's go ahead and get to panel introductions and then uh, we'll just start talking about random topics today. It's that kind of day. So, Midway, welcome back uh, after your long uh, football season. Um, how's everything going? So happy to be back, guys uh, and gal. Um, um, it was a long, long, what was it, like six, seven weeks, maybe eight. Uh, I am a football coach, so the time just required me not to, as I'm a little off-center on the YouTube feed, I see, so we'll deal with that later. But, uh, yeah, I'm a football coach, so I just I just didn't have time for the podcast, and I'm, I'm happy to that clowns retain retained me in this ever-growing cast of 4gq tv panel and members uh shout out to animated evil uh not being able to make it pk glad to be talking with you again mav my midwest southern friend how you doing <laughs> and <laughs> hey i think we're the same time zone and uh that mama rocks with fabulous nails as you'll see on the podcast so i'm really glad to be back and let's get this going awesome well um yep so we have people rolling in the chat now it's uh pk and fun speculation in the chat what's going on guys i see you guys <laughs> there uh what's up scorpion and you know pk the he recently posted some pictures online uh, and he's been getting some comments about how he looks like he was uh, from the era of, I don't know, uh, P. Diddy's rap albums and Biggie Smalls with the cane. He just needs like a nice 24 karat gold cane. What's going on, PK? Hey, welcome to the most electrifying channel in all entertainment. It's your boy, PK, hey, a.k.a. Mr. Excellence of Execution. I'm back with my team ready to pop off and get some things rolling thanks for coming back midway miss you miss your beer miss everything but you know what i'm glad you're here glad mama came through you know what i'm saying missed her too it's been a little lonely out here in these streets but i'm glad y'all showed up uh bringing some company so let's let's, let's show. Just have a good conversation let's get it you know i can never match that energy PK. So I'm going to have to record something that you do and I'll pretend it's me speaking. I'll just move my lips. Um, <laughs> thank you, Stephanie, so much for that. It's appreciated. And Mav, what's going on? Man? I mean, like this, you're going to be doing four podcasts today. You probably haven't slept more than like two hours between each night. You are probably going to enter the Guinness Book of World Records. And if you don't, I'll just tag you in there and enter for you because i think that you've done more podcasting lately than everybody i've known what's going on hi 
Hi, it's me, Mav. Uh, I'm here <laughs> with with awesome people. We're here to talk awesome stuff, and uh, I'm glad. I like PK said that Midway is back. Um, I feel like it's been a while since uh, Mama's been able to be here as well. So that's awesome to have both of you here. Um, it's it's going to be fun. We're going to have a fun show. Um, some fun things to talk about. So let's get it rolling, guys. Yeah. Well, we know the real reason why Mama came through. She wanted to see if Midway's beard grew back any faster yet tonight. That was part of the Sorry. Reason. I hate to disappoint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If the, so, when the beard grows back, you're gonna miss those dimples, you know. Uh, we'll see if the beard goes back. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Whoa! Oh, wait a minute. Those are fighting words. <laughs> it's gonna be in the '80s, man. It's gonna be a little hot. Yeah. So, what's going on, Mama? And how's uh, the UK treating everybody over there? It's treating us good. Hi, everyone. I'm back. Been gone for a little while because I'm back working now. So it's mega late for me here, but I'm not working tomorrow. And you know, this one's back. So <laughs> this one, this one, this one's back. Back. This one. Is, is it the is it the one who shaved part of his beard? <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that, um, well, that's all that matters, right? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's one of the biggest things, one of the biggest topics so far, I think, this week is that Second Extinction came into game preview, and I've seen a lot of people play it. Um, I haven't really played it that much because I played solo, and I got mad at it, and the dinosaurs, like, pop up out of the ground out of nowhere, and it's like, they know where you are, and, like, how do they know where I'm at? They're supposed to be, like, obsolete creatures that are not that brilliant, but they... Are very smart and i know mav's been playing this a ton with a crew of people try lots of people um so let's get right into it you know let's get serious about the second extinction number one is this a destiny killer number two is this an outriders killer and number three are you having fun with it no no yes <laughs> uh it is definitely not a killer of anything yet but I, I will say that uh this game is a blast i was actually not anticipating really much from it to be honest with you i was new and i was i was excited to try it i was pumped to try it because it's a new ip in game pass it's a co-op shooter uh i just love those kind of games because hanging out with your friends you know kind of like turn your mind off, shoot stuff, have fun. And I knew that was going to be fun, right? I knew that I was going to have fun doing that. And it, and it was in Game Pass. So I didn't even have to pay for it. So I was, I was pumped. So I set my stream ready. I was ready to, to get it going. It was like 7 a.m. You know, I had it, had it ready. I installed it. Me and uh, Dreadpool and Psychonaut started streaming it. And, dude, there was, like, a lot of excitement around that game at launch. Uh, a lot of people excited, I guess, for a new... IP new Xbox game to come into Game Pass because that stream was crazy, bro. It was, it was insane. We had we we played for like four hours, and just I, I was crazy impressed uh, for a game that's in game preview. 
it's $25 if you buy it or it's um, in Game Pass. So you have that option as well. And for it to be er early on game preview, like I said, uh, it was frame rate was butter, super smooth. The, the gameplay was solid. I thought it was beautiful. Explosions are crazy, dude. And the gameplay was absolutely relentless. Just like dinosaurs flying at you all over the place. It was, um, it was a blast. We had a really good time. So, you know, there's like a bugs here and there, mainly with like servers occasionally, but it wasn't anything that was like, um, cr crazy bad or anything. So, um, you know, I, I have a high hopes to see like, cause this isn't game preview, like what it's going to turn into over time. Right. Because there's going to be so much more coming to this over, uh, the, coming years i would imagine uh, this is this game is built to be a sustainable thing right so um I, i'm excited it's i think they're onto something here for sure so when i was playing this solo which is not advised at all everybody who's listening mm -hmm. playing it solo is, is definitely not a lot of fun solo it sucks yeah um i came across this little camp thing and a little computer and it was like Kill dinosaur goo around camp. I started killing all the goo, and I thought, okay, you know, this is probably like a light mission to get into, no big deal. Killed all the goo, and all of a sudden, I'm being attacked from all sides of this place. And this attack was on for like probably 45 minutes. Like it's not like <laughs> it's not like a 10 minute attack, and then you like stand yeah. your ground, and you get the camp. It's like a 35 minute attack of me running in circles, dying, having to respawn, go back to the camp. Finally, I do win, and I secure the camp, and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I got this. I go to open the door. It doesn't even work. The door doesn't open. It's just there. And then I learned later that it's just a spot that I can fast travel to through a yeah, pod. If that I'm was dead. optional. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, was a, that was an optional thing that you did. But, um, hey, it's good that you did it and you pushed through, you know. Um I, I I think the game is definitely meant for co for three players right now, which it has a matchmaking option, right? So I advise you to uh, find some guys. Now, if if uh, you want to play with me sometime, we can definitely wreck some dinosaurs together. And it also sounds like you may have been in a high-level threat area. Yeah, it was red. I thought yeah. oh, red is where you so go first. If, if you have green fog-ish haze around you and the threat level is red... Um, and you're playing by yourself, hey, good luck. Yeah, so speaking of that, so I went, the next place I went to was a hangar area, right? Are you familiar with yeah. the hangar? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I went to the hangar from this red area. That's another, that's another red area at times. Yes. Um. Well, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is going to be a breeze. Open up the doors, shoot some goo. Open up the doors. I got a, I got like a triceratops chasing me. Yeah. I got a, a T-Rex on the other side of me. I got all these venom spitting dinosaurs. I climb on top of a Jeep and I'm like, yeah, they're not going to get me here. Next thing I know, I get like spit on by some tall dinosaur and I'm insta dead. Like instantly. Yeah. And I'm yeah there's like, lightning dinos. There's acid spitting dinos. There's uh, dinos that will uh, like, they're like ninjas. They're like, do somersaults and kick you in the face and, and stuff. And 
Um, it's pretty crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. So avoid. So what I'm learning from you right now is avoid red areas, avoid foggy areas. If you see big dinosaurs, just run away because you can't handle them yourself. And watch right. out for ninja dinosaurs. Yes. I play if, with friends. And play with friends or at least find randoms to play with to make it a little bit more exciting. It, it would be nice if they did add like an, a separate mode that was more catered to, you know, just solo play. I, I'll say that, you know, maybe they'll add that later on. Yeah, I wanted to make like the T-Rex my friend and, and ride it around and make it eat things. But <laughs> apparently you can't do that in this game. That's not the objective. No. no, no, okay. <laughs> so it, it feels like Jurassic Park and all the dinosaurs are on steroids and they're all out to kill you and they find you. And there's even dinosaurs that are not related to other dinosaurs that call in more dinosaurs. Like you figured they'd be fighting each other. Instead, it just calls other carnivores to come chase you and they're like, yeah, let's get the human. We're not going to attack each other. Yeah, we that's called a watcher. Yes. Yeah, they want the little scrap human instead of like each other that's full of meat. You know, I don't get it. Is there I'll anything? Get... Think of this like play? Left 4 Dead, right? You know, it's like Left 4 Dead. You don't play Left 4 Dead by yourself either. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that. I did play Left 4 Dead by myself. <laughs> okay. I, I made is it. it. I made is it. Is there a crying far. dinosaur like the crying witch? Hmm. There's a there's a dinosaur called the Watcher that like screams and it like basically calls more dinosaurs. Well, to the Witcher, you. the witch screams at you when you yeah. runs at you. Oh, the, the, so in a, in a way, it's similar. So they said it was like Turok meets Left 4 Dead, right? Kind of like that. Is is that the feeling that you get? Yeah. And how's 100%. the gunplay in it? Because I haven't played it yet, or I I don't you know I'm telling you right now I hate previews I hate betas. And demos, if, if done right, they're okay. But I just don't like doing that. It feels solid, dude. Game. It feels like a solid experience. It doesn't feel like something. It doesn't feel janky. You know, it's not like it's not like a janky mess or anything. It, it feels like a polished experience. It's like a smaller experience right now. Like there's a whole campaign you can play that's uh, called Tundra, and I think they're gonna have more campaigns over time. And the campaign's made of like six different missions, and it, you drop into this open world environment, and you have all these different objectives to do based on your uh, mission, right? Um, and so, but the the gameplay, like the graphics, like it, it looks really pretty, right? Um, it's got a really cool looking environment. The different missions you go into, like the date. Uh, time of day will change, which gives the map a different feel and different look. Um, the guns are, there's like only, <laughs> my wife's messing with the lights right now. She's <laughs> behind me. I can see it's like SOS, the red one in the background. <laughs> yeah. So Cut the, the red uh, wire. Um, the guns, there's like two people that have a minigun, right? You know, the big, you know, minigun. And there's, uh, two people that have, um, there's a guy that has a grenade launcher. Then there's a guy that has, a, um, a, like a sniper rifle and, the, but it's like class based gameplay where each of the characters have different abilities as well. Right. So there's that, it has that going for it, but the guns themselves like feel really good when you're shooting, 
It doesn't feel like it feels good, like solid gunplay. And then you can upgrade your weapons um, by getting experience and doing things. And then uh, there's also like timed events and stuff uh, that happen um, like twice a week. They're doing like timed events. Um, and there's also contracts you can take on to complete challenges to gain experience points to upgrade your weapons and f further. And then as you level up, you unlock more weapons. And different characters are able to use different weapons. So uh, there's a lot to it to go to to give like a replayable experience right now, even though it's a smaller experience. The dinosaur detail is really, really nice. Mm -hmm. it I is. saw one like trying to kill like a, just like a, it was like a, one of those like middle ones. It wasn't quite a T-Rex, but it was like one of those little, like it, it took like pretty much a village to try to get that thing down. So, I mean, it looks very interesting. I just don't like, I just, like there's a stigma with like previews and betas and stuff. Like it just, people gives, the first impression is always the most important. So I, I kind of, I tend to want to hold off on those. Yeah. I want to play it. I remember being interested. When was it shown? It was last year at a, Xbox event. I think it was at the Tell May the May showcase. Potentially. Yeah, it was the yeah. it was the third party showcase, right? The third party yeah. one. That's the one. Yeah. Since then, I've wanted to play it, but I won't play it on my own. M Midway. Well, you should duh. play it. Uh, it is. <laughs> I'll tell you this: out of out of all my takeaways from this game, um, it is relentless and fun and the explosions the first time i was like something exploded next to me i was like what the heck was that like i mean it's like does it's some different stuff you guys you guys will have a blast playing it i love i love the yeah like playing outriders you know you get those moments where it's just like non-stop yeah uh yeah that's that's like it's almost addicting you know like mm -hmm. you never want it to slow down but obviously yeah it's uh as clowns puts a nice, uh, what is that emote in the in the stream? <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, no, it looks it looks it looks uh, it looks exciting, it looks fun, and if mom wants to play it, I guess I'll have to I'll have to join her. So I just want to <laughs> I need to point out here, right? The first gif i posted with the dinosaur with the jump rope that's like if you're playing with your friends like mav and you're having fun you're killing dinosaurs the second gif is me in a raft trying to survive and it's like ah, i'm stuck help me please somebody and my dog agrees and he happens right <laughs> that's great pk have What's you tried lesson? it out no nah, man, I'm just I'm downloading. Actually, it just got installed now. Um, so he's playing it right now. No, I just I just installed <laughs> it on PC, and I'm uh, definitely check it out from there. I feel like game previews is good though. Um, you know, I I had a lot of fun with, with uh, that other game where it was like kids or something. What was it? You got to do the Grounded. building. Grounded. That was dope. Yeah. I built. Is that I still considered a preview game? Yes. But they added so much to it, man. It was super addicting, man. I built a whole, I built a skyway across the entire backyard. 
I, I built a, a a hotel, everything, man. You should see it, man. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, game previews can be fun, man. It just depends on the game, I guess. Arc was a like preview it. game too, right? Yeah. How long can you be in preview? <laughs> I guess until <laughs> until the game is finished. I mean, look at uh, what's that one zombie game? Uh, um. Something Z. It was in uh oh, Day Z. Day Z was in freaking game preview for years. Until they got official launch and it's no different than it was when it was a game preview. So it's just like Steam Early Access, right? I mean the same concept. Yeah. So hey, there's a lot of those Steam at early access games. Like I think I mean, Baldur's Gate is uh the new Baldur's Gate is in early access still. I mean, I, I I know we're like, I'm just starting to like argue about the whole preview term because, I mean, you might as well, if, if Grounded's been in preview for so long and this is going to be in preview for, for God knows how long, I mean, you might as well just call it a, a Sea of Thieves. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's why not just release the game and unload content on it? Well, the reason, one thing that Midway is that, like this, usually with these things, you have the opportunity to buy it for cheaper. If it's okay. in preview, right? So if you actually purchase a game, sometimes when it's in preview, they'll allow you to pay less for getting in early when it's an unfinished product. And then when the game is finished, you get the you get the full thing when people later on may have to pay like the full 60 bucks. Now, that's not this. I don't think that's the case for every game in preview, but um, and I'm not sure how it's going to be with Second Extinction, but that's something they've done before uh, for sure. So I just found a live image of me in the red zone that I put on screen. <laughs> okay. I am the cat and I'm trying to get this Tyrannosaurus Rex away from me because it is about to kill me while I land on top of a Jeep. But that is a lot. That's a live scene, everybody. Live footage. Live footage. And Yojo agrees again. He does agree. Yes. That's what that's uh, dude. That's second extinction. Um, that's what the game's like. So you just find yourself like shooting and backing up the whole time, like stay away from me. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Mav, so there's another thing to this game, right? That I think is important. It's characters that you pick to play. Now, as a solo player, I picked the guy that shot these like mega bombs and had an orbital thing that shoots from the sky, like yeah, Hammer Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. So was that the right guy to play solo? Um, I don't think there's any guy that's the right guy to play solo. I, I, I will say this, though. Um, he is, depending on your loadout, he is very self-sustainable because he has ammo that he can drop down on the ground and pick up quickly uh, to replenish his grenade launcher and pistol ammo. Um, and then also he has an equipment loadout to bring down a actual equipment replace replacement where you can replace your uh, syringes for your health. So you, ha if you play that character, you pretty much have an unlimited supply of health and unlimited supply of ammo. If you play, play it the right way. So self, uh, he's very self-sustainable because one thing that a lot of players run into issues with is needing ammo. And if you're playing by yourself, you're purely reliant on needing your own loadout 
for ammo and not having your teammates to also have their drops because everybody can bring something down from the sky and you can either do like health or equipment uh, or you can do ammo. And if you don't have that two teammates to help you restock, then you're relying on yourself, right? So he's the best character for that just because his loadouts work really well for being able to get everything you need. Plus he has the, Hammer, uh, they just took it straight out of Gears of War. It looks like the Hammer of Dawn, just yeah, shooting does. down from the sky. Um, he has that if you get into a pinch to be able to take out like a mob of enemies, right? Um, that's his like ultimate ability or whatever. Um, and then later on, you can uh, equip a, I think he can equip the carbine rifle, which you unlock around a level 10-ish or so. And you also, he has the grenade launcher or you can use the scout rifle. And SMG or pistol, one of those two. Yeah, the pistol worked really well for me. I was able to actually shoot things with it because the grenade bouncer thing, it was only if they were like in a pile together, I could kill some things. Um, and then after my experience with this game, okay, I got a message from the T-Rex. And I'm going to show you on screen what that message was. Okay, so here, here it comes. This was a T-Rex to me after I was done playing. He wanted me to come back in the game, and I quickly dashboarded after that. Yeah. And I haven't touched it since. It's yeah. a true story. True story. I feel like people that are complaining about the game right now probably <laughs> had a similar experience that you did. They just dove into it by themselves and like got absolutely demolished and were like, screw this. Yeah. <laughs> So yes. basically, so basically, the T Rex is, is saying, "I don't bite hard." <laughs> yeah, it's like, "Come back to me. I love you, buddy. Just come back. You only we get so many friends. lives. Come back. <laughs> Let's get it all." So, uh, anyone else have any other thoughts besides? Uh... My adverse experience to Mav's very positive experience. Do they have the light machine gun in it? There's an LMG, but you don't you unlock it later. I just I yeah. just unlocked a machine gun. Yeah. But, like, the, but there's two rounds. characters that have a mini gun. You know, like the spinning, you know, mini yeah. gun, right? Uh, you get that at the start, but man, that thing chews through ammo so fast. Uh, so you need to make sure you have somebody in your squad that has like an ammo re mm. replenish. I'm a Technomancer and uh, Outriders, and I just yeah. got the mini, the mini gun, and oh, I love it so much. Yeah, the mini guns are fun, dude. And this one is is awesome. It spins up, and you can just demolish dinos, dude. They, they, they like pop almost, you know. And if you throw grenades, they'll like you can send them like flying like hundreds hundred yards in the air. It's it's pretty cool. cool. Well, <clears throat> you know, real quick, I know that Midway just brought it up. Outriders, right? I love Outriders. I think Outriders is better than Second Extinction, but that's my opinion only because I am powerful enough to play Outriders solo on Tier 15, World 15, and Tier 15 Expedition. So now I like the game a lot. Uh, before I was powered up enough, I did not like the game as much. Uh, so it made a big difference for me. I got to say that. And I'm getting legendary gear sets now. You know, the only problem with that game that I realized that it was too late for me, 
to everybody who played the game on this panel, I don't know if Mama's played it yet, is yeah. that the Devastator is the weakest character in the game. It wasn't before, though, right? No, he was he was always the weakest. It was like the other <laughs> characters that had buffs. The Devastator, like, I mean, there's some people that got all the right gear and they maxed out the right things and they got lucky with, like, other gear with cooldown and stuff. I mean, they really had a farm for it, right? But the Devastator is one character you just can't go through the game and then expect that all the lucky gear is going to drop for you. You have to, like, really really uh farm for the devastator and otherwise he's pretty weak um i've been kicked out of many tier 15 expeditions after it was over probably about 17 so far maybe 17 to 20 just because i was the devastator are you telling me that they're like what class are you are you telling me that they 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 classist you yes they did Wow, that's so ridiculous! And uh, to those people, to those people that did that to you, they don't deserve your friendship. Exactly. You can find better people to play with clowns. I did. I found another devastator today, and he was. There you go. He had the same problem as me, and thanks uh, for life. <clears throat> yeah, me and him, we did not kick each other. We stayed together, and we got a we got a couple of those. Uh, well, I don't know what PK calls them, technomancers that shoot the toxic goo. They hung out with us for a bit. Uh, the and then blighted they would leave. rounds? Yes, the blighted rounds. But then they would leave after every expedition because they're like, oh, you guys you guys don't put out good damage. See you later, suckers. You know? But That's ridiculous. It is. So I hope they buffed the Devastator. Um, that was just my two sons and Outriders. Mav, I know that uh, you probably haven't played Outriders in at least 24 hours. But, uh, <laughs> so, did you have any experiences like this in Outriders? Well, I don't remember anything past 24 hours, so <laughs> I, I can't speak on that. Um, no, I mean, I didn't get deep enough into it yet. Um, I've just been hopping around, like, other stuff's come out, other, uh wanted to play um, some other games, and um guys that i was playing with they kept getting booted like yes. at the, early on it, it, it never happened to me i i like i never got it i got, well I actually take it back i got dashboarded once besides that i never had a problem with it and i got i'm like level 21 or something i think and world world tier 9 i think maybe 10 now i'm not sure uh so i got I played quite a bit and having a great time. I uh, love the game. Um, but, and I'm going to dive back in. Supposedly the servers are doing better now. So maybe I can convince. Uh, Better-ish. Yeah, mm -hmm. better-ish. Yeah, I, I hear mixed things. So for the, the most part, uh, I've been hearing that they're doing better than they were. So I'm hoping if, uh, you know, maybe uh, some of my friends that have been getting uh, ejected will reinstall the game and play with me once more because <laughs> I need to I need to finish it it's it's I think it's a very special game with gameplay like the gameplay in that game is very unique and um, the abilities and stuff the way they play off of each other and everything is really good so um, I'm I definitely gonna play more of it yeah 
I've been playing it um, with people that just jump in the party randomly. Me and Killer Scorpion have been farming on it. Um, been playing with a couple of PK's friends. Shout out to Zebo Slice, wherever he is. He's probably working. Haha, <laughs> you're working tonight. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, you know, some of those guys just hopping in randomly. I did play it with some of the Iron Lords. I played with King David. Uh, we had a blast, but once again, when I played with King David, that was before I had any legendary gear, level 50 gear. And man, and my Devastator just like, I mean, you could just hit him with like a thumbtack and he'd be like, ouch, you know, <laughs> how bad he was. Which is, which is odd because for him being a frontline Tank? class, yeah, I mean, they're supposed to be the toughest and yet they're being like, oh, my finger hurt. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, that's not a that's 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 a that's a game flaw, definitely. I mean, Trickster, I mean, uh, that Mamarash can tell you all about it. Trickster is a pretty badass character. Mom. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were passing it to Yeah, that, w- that um, was your cue. I think that's my cue. <laughs> I missed my cue. Let me um, pass it. Yeah, I love. Thanks. I love playing Trickster. I love it. Oh, and get all up in their faces and everything. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That slow love motion. It. Yeah, that slow motion. Oh, where yeah. You, yeah. You go boom. Oh. It, ha- it has a lot of, like, you know, the, the game itself, it kind of, you know, kind of took from a lot of games. And I think the Trickster took a lot of uh, Interceptor from uh, Anthem, that type of style. So, I mean. Uh, it's it was just like riding a bicycle. Pretty much. Yeah. If I didn't keep getting kicked all the time. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, well, that could be the Poundland connection across America. <laughs> all right, that's it. You can't forget right. about Poundland, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me throw it in there. Um, that's all you get for a pound. <laughs> I don't know why, but every time I hear Poundland, I I always want to say I want to take you down to Pound Town. Pause. I just want or to, want to take you Pause. to Funky Town. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, PK, have you been having some good experiences with Outriders? Yeah, you know I played on both Xbox and PC. You know my Xbox dude is he's still hurting a little bit, but I got my PC guy up. I mean. Seems like the PC guys are just OP as hell, so it made it easy for me to get my gear score up. Just uh, letting them carry me on their back now, I can I can solo CT15 pretty good. Uh, it's pretty cool though, you know. I like I said, it reminds me of the other games I play. I play a lot of those looter kind of games, Monster Hunter, Borderlands. You know, all those kind of games are similar. You know, they what have. Uh, I chose the Trickster on both PC and Xbox. <laughs> I like the Technomancer. I love that feeling of just being in the back, firing my mortar, and just sniping people. So I, I like that feeling. Yeah, I'm not really a sniper guy. I'm too aggressive for that. When I play shooters, I'm always in your face. You know, that's why you can't. You know, you don't want to see me on the gears board because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna wait for you. I'm coming over your house. You know what I mean? Like that's just how I play. No matter what, what what game I'm playing, I'm definitely too aggressive to be a sniper. So 
uh, but that's me, you know. Yeah. I, I I gotta be up in your face kind of combat, but you know, uh, I just I, I I hope there's some quality of life uh, things like you know creating loadouts, you know, somewhere where you can just kind of save a loadout, you know, instead of having to reset your skills and all that, you could just play a different way, have it already set set and saved, that kind of thing, or you know, adjust the, you know, when you play with your friends, let's, let's say you're trying to play with your lower end friends, you know, they got to adjust that, uh, uh, the damage scaler. So when you high level and you go to low level, it's, it feels like you're weaker than the people that's, that you're trying to help, you know? So, you know, yeah. I feel like there's some quality of life things they need to take care of, but you know, overall, you know, solid, you have fun with it. Um, you know, something something to keep me busy until some other games I'm looking forward to to drop. Uh, you know, there's some some juicy stuff coming down the pipe for sure. Would Would anybody want to um, do a second playthrough with another class or? Not right now. Like I feel like that that's another thing. Like I feel like you should be able to just switch classes rather than having to create a whole another character and play through the entire story all over again. So <clears throat> we've come to a sudden topic that Mama suggested. Uh, let's guess what's on Phil Spencer's shelf. Yay! <laughs> this post is actually taken from Twitter, so it is on the public internet. And let me just—I could bring it in through the browser or just the image. And it's from GameSpeed, so I'll bring in the image. Okay, here we go. Come on, Phil, Spencer, where are you? Here you are. There you are. All right, so looking at Phil Spencer. Okay, that's, that's him smiling. Let's try to zoom in on the shelf. See what you got, <laughs> Phil. Okay, what does anybody notice anything on the shelf? I'm moving the picture a little bit. See if you guys see anything. I see. Isn't that Baby Yoda? Where? Uh, top shelf above the Xbox symbol. It's you know mm. it's so hard to see because it's like blurry, but it could be. It almost feels with the head shape and everything, and then behind it, I think it. I don't want to say it's Jabba, but it kind of has that feeling like with him with his, with his head up. But that's I get that Baby Yoda vibe for some reason, but I can't quite tell what it is. What what people have been pointing out is that um, this picture compared to the same picture, because this was the same backdrop that he had for another interview. And the one thing that people were noticing was different was there's a vault boy behind his head. Oh, I see it. Yes. Oh, you fall out. Like by his ear? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That wasn't there in the previous Phil's shelf that picture. And it wasn't because his head wasn't was in the way. It just was like there was a clear shot and it wasn't there. So that's what some people have been pointing to. I don't know. Um, you know, maybe he uh, saw it sitting somewhere else. Like, ooh, I'm going to put this here this time. You know, it's who yeah. knows what <laughs> means. But yeah, the, the switch thing, 
there's something to it, man. I mean, it was on Sarah, what Sarah Bond's shelf, I think, also like in her backdrop. That was clearly a stage backdrop for whatever uh, when they were doing the uh, thing at the um, with the event that they had last was it last week, I think. Um, and there's a lot of rumors going on. Like, who knows what it what it's going to be? Uh, maybe. People are alluding to maybe game some kind of a Game Pass Switch thing, you know. But uh, we'll we'll see, man. Um, it's interesting that the Switches keep popping up. You know, that's so, the one thing. I just want to say, like, isn't it kind of crazy that, like, do you think they – ooh, Chick-fil-A. So, you know, they, they kind of who, – who thought of this? Like, hey, I'm just going to start putting random things on my shelf and, you know, just start – People want to know what's coming up, right? So uh, let's let them guess. You know, like it's a, it's a it's a crazy and fun thing that uh, the com- a company, especially a very um, public company, with like you know being transparent and stuff, is doing. And I just want to say that's 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 a pretty cool, pretty cool and fun thing to keep people engaged. Go ahead, Clowns. <clears throat> so. Um... Infinite pointed out in the chat that's a connect for the top right, and then Killer Scorpion says that's a coin collector sleeve. Coin collector the game. <laughs> coin collector the game. Coin collection it. simulator. You heard it here <laughs> first, folks. Coin collector the game. It could be a real thing, it might not be a real thing. But let's not pretend that it could not be anything. <laughs> what if it's done like Tetris Effect? Oh, oh. yeah. I like that game. <laughs> Fun game. I wish we had this image like in super high resolution, like I 4K. Know. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I put it up to the highest on my phone because that's why I have the stream on. And it's just like... Nothing changed. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was trying to get like some arrows real quick. Um the point on the screen. But I'm just you know, nobody wants to give away free arrows without you having to register. That's... What is this shenanigans? <laughs> I don't want to register. I was gonna try to get some arrows to help point stuff out. Can you uh, take capture a desktop and use your mouse? Yeah. You should have a an editor editing tool. That would be the a tools. Cool tool. Yeah. Now I mean, um, no. Is that hey? You know what? I was just looking at this uh, hypothetical. You know the uh, what you said is that Jabba? Yeah. Right. What if that's Craig the brute? <gasps> Imagine the possibilities. Yeah. This is what Infinite's talking about. This is the Switch. Is this the Yoda thing that you were talking about, Mav? There's a delay, so. so I- Infinite was talking about that, I think. Yeah, um, yeah I think that's what he's talking about. I, I don't know if that's Grogu because he would need to be in like some kind of like a um, baby cradle floating thing. But he's been standing <laughs> up before. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He has been. I mean, I, it's just I just can't make it make the head out. That it's got the same shape, and I can't tell if there's ears. 
but like, it almost it's, looks like it's, a mini Big Daddy. I can't. Yeah, it's just too blurry. This is this is Sasquatch footage, man. Mm. <laughs> He's made it blurry for a reason. <laughs> I'm trying to make out. Is it look? Is that a game? Is that a game case between? Yeah, Watch Dogs I thought and that. that. It almost looks like it looks like a Saints Row case or something. No. I can't. I can't even tell what it what it is. What... Yeah, I don't know. Hold on, guys. I may ha I may have an arrow now. I got an arrow that works. Yay! That's his ear, and that's the Vault Boy, right there. Yeah. Uh, that's the Kojima thing. That's the, um, Watch Dogs, uh, Legion. What was the big white statue next to the Xbox? The glowing Xbox? What was that? The big white figure right there? What was that? Isn't that something from Kojima's thing? Oh. Yeah, it's, uh, I forget what you call it, but it's from Kojima Productions. Okay. okay. We have a trophy up here. So, is there changes to achievements coming? What coins? Achievements? And coins. Coins. Achievements. Coin. No. Uh, what about. Wrong. You see that red thing and then the little white figure above it? This? Down. No, down. Yeah, you're talking about the book? Like, it looks like a book? Yeah, yeah. I wonder what. That's th yeah, it looks like a female's face to me. Yeah. Um, maybe Joanna Dark. I don't know. <laughs> and then there's lots of games and sleeves that are probably just stuff yeah. that he's worked on. But there is something that everybody has missed. What's An orange that? controller? No. I can't get back to my arrow. Okay, there we go. Did Microsoft purchase a new island? That is the question, my friends. Hey, that maybe that's the setting of Forza Horizon Five. Maybe that's the that, uh, coast of Mexico. That's not his shelf. <laughs> no, it's oh no, it's his wall. But <laughs> yep, I got nothing else, guys. Unless you guys see something I missed. You guys playing Where's Waldo? Yeah, right. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Maybe somebody should put a Where's Waldo in there. He should do that next time, just to troll everybody. Xbox in. listening. If we see a Where's Waldo, we know you're watching the show. I wonder yeah. if somebody could think of a good way to implement a Wells Wa Where's Waldo as a video game, where you like kind of hide in a crowd. Mm. And, you know. You could do co-op where one of you tries, one of you hides. Did, did you guys see goes... what Graphic God said in the chat? I see bong. I see bong. I love your English. To read makes my English speaking good. No, that's on Midway. That's on Midway's shelf, Jay. <laughs> I am high on life, sir. Well, uh, to get back to uh, some more topics here, right? I think this is kind of interesting. Um, Indie Gamer actually may know a little bit more about this or have some more ideas on this because uh, <laughs> Graphic God in the chat wants to correct <laughs> you. Um, so 
Xbox is trying to compete with the, I guess, like the Epic Store and Steam more. They want to give 18% more to uh, developers instead of Steam's usual like 70-30 split. Microsoft wants to make it 88-12 split, which, I mean, Microsoft can afford to do that. Even if they lose money and they don't care, they just got so much money and interest that makes up for it. But in all reality, that's a pretty good deal to get some more stuff added to the Microsoft Store. But the only question is, like, are people actually going to buy stuff off the Microsoft Store? Like, would you really buy stuff off that little shopping bag icon at the bottom of your taskbar versus Steam? I don't think that matters. I think the whole point is if it's published on the X or the Windows launcher, that means it can go on a PC Game Pass. Uh, the one of the problems with PC Game Pass is not getting the license to put it in there on uh, certain games. So if it's if it's published on the Windows launcher, then that's higher probability that Outriders could have launched on PC Game Pass. You know. Can't you just use a regular browser to open up Game Pass? It's not the same, bro. It's not the same. Streaming streaming is a great convenience and alternate way to play, but it'll never replace on-prem. Okay. I'm not but, a PC guy, so like anything, you know, any information, you know, I'm just asking like, questions. It's just like streaming a movie and then buying a 4k blu-ray you know the quality difference is huge you know right yeah you, you can't technically uh, stream a, a movie at 4k with the high visuals as you can watch it from a disc so right but that doesn't mean you, you know don't do it right it's just an option at the end of the day so yeah. I think I think the the plan is to get more games published on PC so on their launcher so that they'll have more access to games going to Game Pass which is which yeah, sorry but not to not to cut you but like which would uh explain uh I don't know if clowns had this as a topic forgive me clowns but uh Microsoft now taking only a 12% cut on uh on their Windows Store, so developers are getting now eighty-eight percent. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe they're starting to take steps. I mean, like I said, twelve percent on every sale is not going to be much. I mean, the Windows Store is not very popular, but at at the very least, it will entice uh, publishers to go ahead and put it on that on that launcher because like I said, um, it puts more eyes within that ecosystem. Right. Um, I prefer it that way. I mean, I like steam and all, but you know, if, if there's more games in PC game best, that'd be awesome. Right. Um, cause that's it's cool. not a one, one right now. And that's, and it's mainly because there's a licensing discrepancy. Um, once, once that get fixed, you're good to go. But I guess they have to get people to trust in the launcher. Like, will they have any success moving over here? I mean, we all they they already know 
you know, if you put it on Steam, it's, you know, it's a go. Things carry a stigma, but uh, money is a powerful motivator as well. So right. if you're going to be making more money, you're going to give it another shot. Right. That's, yeah. that's just my, my, my perception of it. Yeah. I see that um, that Mab in the background there is changing his images. and now we Yeah, I know. It's that. We see a Ubisoft image. Are you trying to huh? say that what? Microsoft bought Ubisoft? Yeah. No, no. They didn't buy Ubisoft. Let's, let's see what's in Mav's background. Huh? Yeah, let's um... play what's in Mav's background. <laughs> Yay! Is there something you'd like to tell us? I just... Uh... You know, I, I don't know if y'all saw Jez's tweets. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, his little back and forth with uh, Cloberl, right, on Twitter. Things are getting interesting. <laughs> and the lead up to uh, the summer of news where we're going to have some whammies, I think. And um, Jez's tweet had um so i'm talking about jess corden uh, from windows central guys um his tweet kind of mentioned halo infinite obviously it, it mentioned starfield obviously um there was one more that was like an obvious one i can't remember off the top of my head uh, forza horizon 5 mexico was an obvious one that he mentioned in there and then there was the cyclone emoji yeah plus and you know the people were saying in that thread not me at first so me at, I, at first i was like oh that must be the triple a cyclone game that everybody's been that they've been talking about you know so i was like okay so triple a published game that they've been talking about and then there was also the dragon emoji that they put that everybody's been talking about like um these two triple a pub triple uh, a projects that are being published by Microsoft or whatever. Um, but uh, the Ubisoft Plus one is is was what was interesting me. So this this is the Ubisoft logo. Top down. And you know it look this with the plus symbol, right? Uh, it looks kind of like the what Jez put on Twitter, like people were saying. I'm not taking credit for putting two and two together here. Other people did. But hey, um, this is exciting. As soon as you started talking about it, I was like, the Ubisoft symbol looks like a top down cyclone. Yeah, it does. So I was just like, ah, so yeah. So, and then also, we got this cool Halo news, guys. Like, I mean, I've been changing my background because uh, there was this Halo PC stuff that they were just talking about with the Halo Infinite update, and they dropped some new screenshots. Um, that freaking look incredible, um, in game stuff, you know, just, um, yeah, hey, they're talking about for PC, like I'm not a PC guy, but what they showed in that halo waypoint thing was enough for me to boot it up on PC and check it out. Right. Because it has some PC only type features, right. Uh, that I'm sure the PC community will appreciate. Um, and they will probably not, they'll probably be excited a little bit more excited knowing that this game is embracing 
that kind of stuff, right? As opposed to being that console port type thing before with some games where you don't really get that full PC experience, right? So um, they're talking about like ultra wide view and and all, all these different kind of things that I don't fully understand. But um, yeah, it's uh, dude, Halo, Halo is. I'm getting pumped, dude. I'm excited. Yeah. What well, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've heard and I think you've heard this too, Matt, from the Halo community and people that have probably know a little bit more than we do. That Halo Infinite is supposed to be a really fun game. And it's supposed to be the kind of game that you're gonna to want to play over other games. Uh because the semi open world is exciting. So I am looking forward to that. As far as the Ubisoft Plus news, I think, you know, after we saw EA access going to Game Pass, I think everybody kind of was hoping for Ubisoft Plus eventually. And I don't know if Microsoft and Xbox heard all the fans or if it's just another part of their making big moves. Uh, I think that's fantastic, the Ubisoft Plus. And I believe that rumor. I do believe it. I do believe it's going to happen. When it's coming from those guys, I mean, it's kind of hard to pass up. I mean, they're not, they're not usually known for being wrong about things, right? So, um, I mean, just look at, look at the, the, I guess, similarities between all of them. I mean, you know, Microsoft has been preaching, you know, long, engaged service type games. Uh, EA does that with um, Dragon Age. Uh, Bethesda does that with Skyrim, and and uh, forgive me for other ones, but you know, long, engaged games. I mean, people are still playing Skyrim. What? How long has the game been out? Like ten years. So, and now Ubisoft, who is also into long, engaged games, they want they want that engagement. They want people on the service for months, and when your own service is not really performing how you how you want it to be, what's the next best thing? Let me go into a service that has God knows how many more millions of people, so that there's more eyes, more more uh, more talk about it. So I mean, it's it's only natural. And yeah, like as soon as I heard EA was in this, I was like, oh, who else could be, you know, and and. You know, I love the division. You know, I mean, I wish I did this. Uh, you know, years ago. So, <laughs> but you know, obviously, we're gonna have to wait for the future games for Ubisoft for for us as for us as uh, more hardcore gamers for us to really reap the benefits of it. But for everybody else who hasn't paid for the game yet, if this is a possibility, I'm I'm really happy for them, and and this is uh this is an exciting time. Um, indie gamer says. Do you think it will come at a higher price tier or just be added to the deal for no additional cost? Now, I do have some thoughts on this, right? I do think that as of right now, immediately speaking, it will come at no additional cost. I think because so far, Game Pass has been a leading service to get more people over to the platform. In the future, though, I don't know if we're talking a year down the line or two years down the line. I don't know if they would have to make some price adjustments to, to possibly make up for bigger deals or any types of um, promotions or losses. 
I know that right now, according to uh, Matt Piscatella and Jeff Grubb, X and even uh, Jez Gordon, Game Pass is doing phenomenal. Uh, it is valuable both for Microsoft and developers and publishers. But how much can you keep banking with Game Pass and keep buying into Game Pass before something's got to change a little bit? That's the question. So immediately, I don't think any change in the future. I think they'll have to look at that depending on how, how much people retain the service of Game Pass. Yeah, Midway yeah, was saying he loves the division, right? I love Splinter Cell. I really do. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> just, <laughs> just <casual. laughs> oh, hello. Hey. How's it going? Yeah. It's I, a I, didn't the, I didn't hear the doorbell ring. Yeah, I, I, I knocked, but no one, you know. <laughs> I just snuck in. <laughs> he's, oh. he's, he self-actioned himself into this... Uh, <laughs> into this... Uh, <laughs> He split herself himself into here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Three bit. Hey. How's it going? The man that knows everything behind the scenes. That's that's like that should be your nickname, right? I mean, (laughs) if you were like a superhero, you'd be the superhero who knows everything. So he's smiling a little bit. No, his nickname should be straight faced. He's smiling (laughs) on this Ubisoft news. Psychonauts, what does he know? What does he know, Psychonauts? Oh, Psychonauts in the chat. Yes, he is. <laughs> hey, Psycho. Um, I was going to say, uh, with with the whole price increase of Game Pass, then you guys could try and interrogate me. Um, I, I think I think the price is going to increase. Like, it, it's just, it's going to happen. But I think what they're going to focus on right now is just growing the service. I think... Uh, it's already a tremendous value, but when they have um, like Starfield come in, when they have Halo come in, and all these uh, uh, games from Bethesda, and, and I'll say 2022 is when they would probably even consider uh, raising the price. I think right now they're all about growing and growing uh, before, um, and, and good PR, right? They're, they're pretty much on a good PR streak lately. So if I was Microsoft, I would just keep that up um don't worry about the price just focus on growing the service is i see people sort of battle like oh game pass is not making enough money for microsoft um and i would say uh that's not completely true and it's really good for for developers um a lot of developers love game pass not only because microsoft sort of incentives but was it was the word incentivizes <laughs> you to to come into the service um, so they pretty much they, they pay developers for the most part, but also, um, just because you're in Game Pass, you, you still, uh, gamers are still buying those games, you know, regardless of it being in Game Pass, because you also get the discount. People like still like to buy those games just in case it goes away. Um, people always have the mentality like, oh, this might go away soon, so let me buy this, and you get it for a discount on Game Pass. So, so just to just to kind of go on that like game pass is different than netflix even though everyone says it's like netflix because to me everyone's like you know well is the price going to go up all that stuff i mean it's a partnership right i mean microsoft is going to get some sort of cut along with whatever's the partnership is with ubisoft i mean 
it's not like Netflix where they're just spending millions of dollars to create content. They got partners that are creating content for them for the service. So it's not, and but there's got to be a partnership for them to be on the service. So yeah. I, I think, it, you know, so it's a, it's a give and take relationship where both parties are entering this thinking that they're both going to be happy. So, I mean, I don't like, like the more content, that means the more people that are going to be subscribing to the service, which means you shouldn't have to raise anything. That's all. That's all. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Like some people think that uh, with Game Pass that it's just Microsoft making the 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 brunt of the decisions like, oh, this really hurts Microsoft, but hey, good for developers. No, it's good for both. It, it's very much a partnership like Midway was saying. <laughs> like it's good yeah. for both Microsoft, good for, for the developers. Yeah, Microsoft doesn't own EA. They don't own Ubisoft. They don't own, well, they own Bethesda, but they don't own, uh, you know, these developers that have to spend their own money to create this content for it to be on the service. So they, they don't have to brunt that, that expense. Yeah. You know, if I know that some of you uh, listened to Four Guys Recorders a long time ago before it was 4GQ TV now, but if you go back to like, I don't know, year 2013, 2014, I on this podcast predicted that Microsoft would have a Game Pass and I predicted a digital rental service kind of thing where games would keep coming in and going out. Um you, everybody should go back and find those episodes for me so I can post them. And I also, back then, I even called it, like, the Netflix of gaming. And uh, I remember I went on Console Corner with, um, it was uh, GKB, it was She-Wolf, and then it was some people, some of you guys know him as uh, CG, which I won't say the full name because I know many people don't like him. Um, he Trigger. told me that he said... Clowns, if that happens, uh, that's it. We're done. We're done. We're done. Digital is not good. No, we're done. Everything has to be physical. The whole thing is done. Nobody's going to go into this digital thing. Everybody wants physical. Who the heck wants to buy digital games? I was, I got like uh, lectured on this by uh, CG. And then uh, Windows 10 fam was coined. And uh, I was part of the Windows 10 fam because I believed in the digital future of the brand that was predicted uh, back uh, by me in 2013. Um, <coughs> but I wanted to go into the chat real quick, and we've gotten some comments. Psychonaut says, 3-Bit is the great and powerful Oz. I agree with you. He has a, he has a terrible poker face, um, and he's a good person to ask questions. Like, if I could shine a spotlight on his uh, screen, I would, like an interrogation spotlight, it would work out great. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, we should, I mean, every podcast should do an Ask 3-Bit segment. I agree. And let's see, Indy said something, too. Indy said, and this maybe goes back to what um, Midway was pointing out, that Indy was saying that also at the same time, the more subs you get into Game Pass might actually help stop the price from increasing if enough people get into it to make it the money back. And that's a good point. If they can sustain the growth and keep the people in the service, then they may not need to increase the price. I mean, very good counterpoint, Indy. Um, that's something I didn't even think about, so that's that's an excellent thought. 
I, I think eventually it'll go up a little bit, just inevitably down the line, but it won't be like a huge increase. So they'll go up a couple bucks. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of the services do, but it'll take a while to get there. Uh, the crazy thing though, is like Ubisoft plus, just if you actually think about that entering in Ubisoft plus is 14 99 right now. I, I, <laughs> so, yeah, like yeah. if that enters into Game Pass, it's like, hey, wrap your heading head around, like, okay, well, I get that too. But, uh, like, it, so that's the tricky thing, uh, to figure out just how not saying that it's not possible or whatever, because I obviously we're thinking it is because of all these rumors. Just like, how, how does the actual business aspect of that work between uh, Microsoft and Ubisoft to like come to a deal in which a service that is. Fourteen ninety nine that they're offering goes included in a service that is fourteen ninety nine that somebody else is offering that offers everything else. So I just still don't know how all that works, but it's dude, it's gonna be amazing. And now the other thing is possibly is it not the full Ubisoft Plus because that may maybe the insiders could be potentially wrong on that because Ubisoft Plus means. Ubisoft games day one because that's what Ubisoft Plus is. There, it would have to be not uh, to me. I, I would think it'd be more like the EA uh, Play, right? Where it's and not EA Play Plus, you know, where it's not the uh, day, games day one. But who who knows? Well, the older games. Well, just like after well, six like months or so, and, yeah, 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 because. Ubisoft had like two tiers, right? Um, Ubisoft Connect, right? Was yeah. It, well, I don't even remember what they're called now because they've changed things recently. Uh, when they changed to Ubisoft Plus, like they, they changed the whole structure of all this stuff. But uh, mm. before it was like, is is uh, Uplay or then it was like Ubisoft Connect? Oh, and, I, I don't even friggin' know all their names. Well, Origins. Origins is the EA one. Yeah. Oh, whoops. I'm getting that was confused. the PC one. Yeah, and then so then there's Ubisoft Plus, and Ubisoft Plus was the one where the games get released day one, and that one's the one that's 14.99 a month, right? So that's the one. Uh, like I, I, that's why I don't understand how it's feasible, but I guess it is potentially because that's what they that's what they keep alluding to is Ubisoft Plus. So I don't know, man. Microsoft, if you are listening to this. And you just have so much more money to spend. You don't know what to do with it. Add Marvel Unlimited. Add the DC stuff. Add HBO Max. You know, add Amazon Prime to it. Add add everything to it. And only increase the cost by a dollar. And the world will be a happy place. So I don't don't see it that way. I think... uh... I think what's going to happen is once they get enough subs, they're just going to drop gold altogether because the... Uh, Game Pass is sustainable on its own and doesn't need to have a gold or a second ser- uh, service. Um, I also think that they're going to be able to increase more contractual agreements about what comes in day one and uh, day and date. So at some point, I, I see I see Game Pass getting all all games that are published on the Xbox or PC, uh, or Xbox platforms, I should say, um, day and date on Game Pass. I see that as a going to be a norm at some point. Um, 
it's 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 no different than the the blockbuster situation where you know Netflix came out they had what two DVDs they let you get a month and before they even started the streaming situation and then when they started the streaming situation they really didn't have much content and but they gave you better value cuz you didn't have overcharges you didn't have to leave your house and then eventually they just got rid of the physical altogether and invested more into the streaming. Here we are. Um, the, the idea is um, after the digital, I mean, digital is the norm to purchase or to consume media now. Streaming, digital games, etc. That's That's the norm. Well, the, or the gaming or the, the way we consume media is shifting again because now it's going to be the norm, not just to stream movies. It's going to be the norm to stream games. And if yeah. you guys really think that Amazon and Google have gave up, they haven't not yet. Well, I know. And maybe Google will before Amazon, but Amazon definitely start putting money into it. So at some point they're going to also start scooping up a lot of studios or publishers in the same deal because they can. I think and I was, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. I was just saying like, you know, that's that's why because of the shift, it, you know, we had a conversation or a disagreement earlier because, you know, someone made a statement that all games are moving to $70, like what PlayStation is doing. And I said, I just don't think that's accurate assessment when our, the way we consume media isn't actually buying physical disc anymore. You know what, PK, you bring up a good point. And I've just seen T-Rex sitting in bed, patting the bed, asking Microsoft to bring in more digital games. <laughs> it's like, come here, digital games, come here. Stephanie just uh, mentioned the T-Rex in the bed in the chat, so I just figured perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be long-winded about it, but I'm just saying, like, this this is an example of why the the negative changes I don't think would make sense. Um, will is it the status quo to spend seventy dollars on a game? I mean, who sets that status, right? I mean, yes trying to be forced as a set standard by PlayStation, but PC hasn't followed suit. Um, Switch or Xbox hasn't followed suit. Everything's still 60. The thing is they don't have to pay for the, they don't have to pay for the shipping, the, 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 um, the stocking fees, the, the um, packaging, the publishing of the, the actual physical uh, plastic, you know, they don't have to pay for none of that. Everything, Matter of fact, most, you know, because it's going directly to the source, they could skip the middleman and paying the supply, the, the typical um, marketers for any of those extra fees. So um, I see the way we consume media shifting so large in the next coming years that we're going to look back at this year and be like, I can't believe we were at that point, kind of like how 2013 was and how we are now. You know, it was uh, kind of hard to believe that even though the messaging was so crap with Microsoft or Xbox, that digital was the way of the future. Don't be surprised that the next Xbox is digital only or 
or you know should there be another playstation and be digital only it the thing is because of, of the change i do believe those subs are going to bring the bring the value up but also increase the count so high that you don't need to increase anything you're you the the sheer amount of subs and sales because people still buy games just digitally for the most part it it compensates for you not to the difference between netflix and game Pass is netflix do not sell anything they just do a subscription to stream if they start selling things that will be compensation where they don't they didn't need to raise prices and that's what i'm getting at is is a different medium here and i think what's going to happen is all the streaming services are going to start selling some kind of premium thing on top of what they have in order to get people to see hey i got something special here well i just want to say that you know there's a lot what you said there are facts there right and i'm going to go back to 2014 when i had an interaction with cg on uh, multiple podcasts, including Crossfire and Console Corner. <clears throat> and I said to him back then, I said, hey, you know, my daughter's generation loves streaming services. They love it. They love Spotify. They love iTunes. They love, you know, anything that they can stream instantly on the fly. And they don't like getting up out of their beds or their couches to put a disc in. They'd rather just have it load instantly. Right. And I think that as a society now in 2021, we are getting to this point where we kind of want everything at our fingertips. And I, I'm going to go ask. I want to ask this to three bit because I think three uh, bit is probably younger than most of us on the panel. But three bit when it comes to convenience, right, is being able to just hit a button and have it instantly a big deal for you versus having to get up and put something in the console do you miss do you ever miss midnight launches at your local GameStop, or would you rather just download it digitally and be ready at midnight uh yeah i stopped buying physical games a while ago like i haven't bought a physical game i don't have a single uh physical game for my series x uh i haven't or i haven't tried it right i know it's like xbox one and xbox 360 <laughs> compatible um, so it might not even work and I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> as, as opposed to like xCloud and, and, and where that technology could benefit like, uh, the newer generation, cause everybody is moving to this digital space. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool if you can stream like demos before, like before you download it, like, uh, let's say second extinction. Just have like a stream thing like hey try this game uh try the intro of it and just stream the first uh mission of it and then be like okay i'll buy it and maybe a buy thing pops up that's where i could see where x cloud uh can really benefit xbox uh and and their tech that technology you, you could just stream games just like go ahead and like click on it um but yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool i think so are you like that with your movie collection and with like your music collection as well? Do you prefer streaming service versus the physical items? You like the convenience of like hitting a button and having something on Spotify or iTunes versus getting up and putting yeah. a CD in. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of people are starting to move that way. Cause I think that's why like movie theaters are slowly dying out. 
<laughs> um, and and why like AMC has, um, I believe it's a AMC that they feel like they need to um, pay Warner Brothers to make sure that the movies are still shown at that theater or <laughs> at their theaters. Um, it's basically because everybody is watching movies online. There is a threat to uh, physical media um, going to the movies and and also with games. Uh, people are just buying games digitally more than ever before. Um, so yeah, I think I personally prefer it. I don't, like, I'm just kind of lazy though. Like when I'm playing games, I just wanna, I don't wanna have to get up, get the disc, <laughs> open it and put it in. That's just, that's just me though. I'm just, I, I just prefer to just be like do 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 and you're just done, right? Um, and I would, I know I'm young, but I'm sure most of you guys prefer the same thing, so. Like it's, I, it's just I, I easier. The, right? I remember the first digital game I bought. It was a Xbox One game, like 2014, 2015. And <laughs> that first time after I played the digital game, and then I had to get up and put the disc in for the other game. I was like, so much effort. This yeah. is this is not right. Like, why do I not want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you a small what, thing, but right. <laughs> Back in the day, midway, I, I was like sitting my lazy ass on the couch, right, and playing games. And I'm thinking, like, now this is mind you, probably ten years ago. I'm thinking, man, it would be awesome if they could put like a five disc changer in an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't have to get up and like switch disc anymore. You know, like the CD changers you would have on like the stereo system. Yeah, I had them then. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, that, man, that'd be cool for it. games. Can they do a console <laughs> and like have that or like have an add-on so I could just like have like it some sort of weird game like cheap plastic game. <laughs> yeah, <stop>. that's what <laughs> that's what that was what was in my head back then because the thought wasn't even possible of like this digital ecosystem where I have access instantly to 500 games to just play anytime I want to. And, and to even think beyond that, going into streaming services as they're uh, like xCloud, as it's going to get better in the, in the years ahead, like where it's just like console quality down the line, it's going to be a while before it's actually matches or maybe never will match actual downloaded hardware. Right. But like, um, We'll, we'll see we'll see like how good it's gonna get if it's gonna get to that point where it's like convenience beats quality right i mean it used you to be a thing I mean? too with with this where like some people preferred the disc because you could just pop it in and play it as opposed to yeah a digital game where you download it but now they're just requiring you to use a disc to download it i'm like okay well what's the point <laughs> of just having yeah. the disc now you know they should have just brought back drm for those collectors you know like just say Buy this, pop it in, you digitally download it, and you don't have to use the disc again. You know, like they should have just done something like that. Just so people that's what that they still... were trying to do in 2013, bro. People and that's what like they it. got the backlash over. <laughs> now, because oh, yeah, the, the idea it. was exactly that it was put the disc in, uh, it, it got locked to the console. You yeah. could take the disc out. Uh, and as long as uh that disc was registered to your console nobody else could play it right right um until you traded it in and then you like it was like a small fee and then you could it could be resold right and it would remove it from your xbox that's what that's what 2013 backlash was all about and it was like a 
it was like a cross between the digital age and the physical era, right? It was like a bridging of the gap is kind of like what it was. And it's um, interesting how like back then it was such a massive deal. And like how, how much would that have helped GameStop over the last seven years potentially if they had that option, you know, things like that. Yeah, who, who knows, you know, like how that would have helped physical retail. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys... You guys remember this. I'm sure Mav remembers, Mama remembers, Midway, PK, me. I don't know if if 3Bet remembers this, but you remember like in the early days of 360 and you had to go pop in your disc and you're, everybody's playing like a Call of Duty game and you're like, guys, hold on. Let me get my disc out. I was playing something else. Hold on. Give me a second. Oh, crap. Don't start up the lobby. Wait till I get my disc in. You know what I mean? And then like it takes seconds and then you hear and then it finally boots up. It takes like a few minutes and then everybody gets in to the, the lobby finally after, I don't know, like 10 minutes, everybody finding their discs. Now with digital, yep. it's like instant. Like, hey, Mav, you want to play Second Extinction? Boom, let's load it up. Hey, three of it, you want to play some Black Ops Cold War? Boom, just load it up. I mean, it saves so much time as a gamer instead of wasting the fact getting up looking for your disc and plus i used to lose a lot of discs too right like i'd stack them up somewhere mm-hmm. and and just throw it somewhere I'm like, oh, oh you're not one of those guys that put games, games at, on a stack on top of your uh tv stand <laughs> are you yeah i was yeah. oh my gosh oh. Dude. oh no not one of those guys you're one of the, like this is <laughs> you're, you're the reason i would as a teenager growing up or as a kid i, I would never let anybody borrow a game because I would get that disc back and it would have scratches all over it. Because they did that, they took it out. They happened to my crazy taxi, freaking TV stand or whatever. My stuff was immaculate. I would never let anybody touch me too, dude. Oh yeah, I didn't scratch them up. No, I didn't do that. Don't worry. All right, who here, who here installs their disc so it's easier on their console? Like back in 360, like I used to do that. Yeah, I actually had power bricks that would overheat. Like it was crazy. It would just the console would just die on me, and you'd see the the light on the on the power brick just. I, mean, turn, I definitely like, got red. red. <laughs> I got <laughs> and, a couple. And uh, who enjoyed this one? Huh? Mass Effect Two. Please insert this too. Hated no. it. Uh, Lost ah. Odyssey as well. Right? <laughs> Do y'all remember the Tau so trick? Games, for the yeah, Halo Three was bad. If your if your Halo Three disc was scratched on a 360, like you couldn't play like certain maps, and it was really annoying. I, I had like so many copies of Halo Three, and I'm still salty to this day that someone like scratched up my Crazy Taxi GameCube game, <gasps> and I let them borrow it, and that was the worst. I would have been so mad. Yeah, I was pretty upset, but. Mm. Yeah, now we got digital, so no worrying about. They scratching. don't need to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you just got to worry about your console not breaking. You want this external? You want this external? Well, guess what? You can't have it. <laughs> and now now that's get, the uh... the next thing that needs to come down in prices. The uh, what Oof, do you call that? Yeah. The extra storage device for the uh, Series X. Plug not only that. that, but they're gonna have to make a bigger one, like a one terabyte. Mm-hmm. No, no. Uh, that's yeah. The ex- expansion card is not is not going to be enough, and I don't expect to start having like, well, let me get my A through F games on this one, and then my <laughs> G through you know M on these, and then let that me was my, my plan. 
<laughs> that was my plan before I realized that they're over two hundred dollars a piece. I mean, it's, that's how much a typical NVMe costs. I mean, yeah, it's gonna take a while for it to go down because it's an NVMe SSD. So uh, hopefully, they they are releasing like competitive. Uh, I think Aaron Greenberg said that other uh, manufacturers are making SSD cards. So when that happens, then the price will be a little bit yeah. better. The price, won't, look, the price won't drop until the uh, to the materials are ready and available for everyone. I mean, right now there's still shortages. Yeah. There, there's definitely shortages everywhere. But I'm saying, like, when there's like when everything is fine, because <laughs> right now consoles like. PS5, Series X, uh, even like chips within computers uh, is 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 bad right now. Shortages is everywhere. My uh, my uh, Western Digital Blacks 850s for two terabytes cost four hundred a piece. I have three of them in there. That's that's I got, why I got that's, the, that's typical. I got the external two terabyte Western Digital on uh, Amazon for like three forty nine. Right. So, but that's a that's actually a SSD slash or hard drive, whichever one you got, yeah. versus an internal NVMe. Those things just cost a lot of money. It's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. it still sucks. <laughs> it it so, sucks that it's expensive, even like, but it it is what it is, right? It's, it's I would rather have the benefit than not of the technology, right? I think the benefit is better, even though it's expensive. But it still sucks that we're st still hampered by storage, right? Yeah. It would. It'll, it'll be nice eventually when these things get cheaper. It'll take a while, but I'm waiting for the AliExpress knockoffs. They'll say like five terabyte expansion stick, and then you get it, and it's like 512 megabytes. Yeah. <laughs> or you get that. Or you get that third party like that's that uh storage expansion by like Cebu Debu and it's like who the hell is Cebu Debu? <laughs> I remember those like they had like the uh what was the Game Shark? You guys remember those? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like cheat codes you could like put in your your Oh system. yeah. That's what that reminds me of. I always thought that was cool. It never worked for me. Like I, I was trying to get it to work for my what was it, Grand Theft Auto three? It never works for me. I was always upset. Huh. I never had a problem with those those uh, devices. I loved them, man. Ever since Game Genie, I like have one for every system. I still got the... I think it's a Sega Saturn Game Shark, I want to say. I think I still got it. It went that far back. Yeah. It started, no idea. It started G on the Nintendo. Really? Yeah, G Game Genie started on the Nintendo, and it had like, a little plastic piece that stuck out. Mm -hmm. So you were able to like pull it out because with it inside and the game and all that stuff, it was like hard to pull. So you had to pull it out with the with the. It was like a triangular plastic piece for yeah. the SNES or or what for Nintendo, and then they had one for the SNES. That I, I remember Game Game Shark. Yeah, yeah. Game Genie, Game Shark. They don't What's do cheat codes Shark? in games anyway. It's, it's like, like a. It's like a uh, device that they used to have uh, for like kind of like cheat modding slash cheat coding your game. <laughs> like, uh, and then you could okay. buy it. But it was like 
uh, it was like in certain game stores and stuff. You, go you want infinite lives, you want infinite ammo. Oh, yeah, I was the way you did it back shark, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could even rent you could even rent a game shark at the uh, uh, stores. I remember that. I think Blockbuster had that. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah, so it was it was Game Genie on NES and Super NES. Um they had Game Genie uh I think on Genesis and then Sega Saturn, I think it was Game Shark. I think they had I think Somewhere along the lines, Game Genie stopped manufacturing for some reason for some of their stuff, and then Game Shark kind of like took over. Um, one of them was owned by Toys R Us, that's why. Uh, yeah, so I mean, to everybody who's listening later on or now, it's kind of like what Mav said it, it adds like cheats and stuff, but it the way it actually worked was it hacked. The uh, read-only memory, so it would take some hex code and it would alter it on the fly while it's being read by the machine. So like the bullets that the game registered to the machine board, it would just tell it you never ran out of bullets. Basically, is that that's how it would work. I used to write some codes for Game Genie back in the day. God bless him. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Only modded like uh back. It's not even back. Oh, Halo One. I would mod Halo One like content. And someone actually stole one of my maps. I'm still kind of. <laughs> <laughs> they like stole a map I made uh for uh this this YouTube series I made when I was like nine. <laughs> um, it's called Grunt Wars, and then I I posted like the map on they they would have like a these halo forums where you can have like custom content and custom mods and someone like downloaded my my map and then they re-uploaded it called it something else and then <laughs> that one got more <laughs> likes and, and comments I, was like, I realized i stole from a nine-year-old yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh wait a minute <laughs> no. yeah, it was like nine or, or ten Watch your like map like be the inspiration for like a map in Halo Infinite in some roundabout way that like it's just it's just it goes that back far in their archives in the in the three four three and they're like oh hey remember this thing we saw back in the forum back yeah. in like Jimmy uh, three five he did a great job on it <laughs> and they give credit to the other guy like <laughs> they're like this other kid three bit was trying to steal it <laughs> terrible oh man. Yeah, I mean, how do you know it's yours? How do you know it's yours? <laughs> Actually, that happened with me one more time on Halo 3. It was a, a haunted mansion map I made on Halo 3, and it got really popular. And I, I made it. Okay, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like make it clear now. It Just you. make it clear now on yeah. four guys. Uh, did, like, did you I made make? Did you make any other mods for any other games like Pokemon that's out there that somebody might have stole that you might want to <laughs> own up to now before you know, <laughs> use this as my, my uh, therapy session? <laughs> yes. Uh, Hello, no, I think I'm I literally... and I'm a video game modder. Hey, <laughs> one day uh, someone stole my Halo. No, <laughs> uh, I only modded Halo uh, as far as I know. Then I went into like editing, video editing and stuff. I should have kept doing it. though. It was pretty fun. I mean, you never know. With Skyrim, maybe somebody took your Halo maps and found a way to stick it in Skyrim somehow. Might want to look out for that. Because <laughs> they mean, charge they can, for Skyrim mods. If they can put Bernie do, Sanders right? in there. Yeah, they do. 
they they have like the uh like like uh Bethesda's mods that you can buy, right? And then there's the user mods you can buy also. Is yep. that correct? And then there's like the store on the side. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, I remember um that was a whole thing and they went to court over it because some guy was was basically saying um like, hey, you said we didn't have to pay for Fallout. It was, I think it was a Fallout. I remember that. I remember, remember that? that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like, we bought the season pass and we were still paying for content like that you said we wouldn't have to pay for, and it was this whole thing. Um, I don't remember what, what the result was. I think they just kept doing it. <laughs> okay. Who's... Mav looks serious. Mav, I I don't know. Do you look serious, Mav? <laughs> Let's see if you look serious. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's a. Uh... Cool. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's mad. He's yeah. mad. Am yeah, I serious? I don't PSD. know. He looks intense. Why? Why so serious? Hey, you, who said I look serious? Uh, did, uh, I, look, I might look a little tired, maybe. Clowns, did you have three podcasts, right? Mav. Yeah, he had to take over for my, my boom show. I couldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's funny. Was it fun? I didn't no, what's up, Psychonauts? Psycho. I saw a bit of it. It wasn't bad. Let's see. Uh, he had to leave. What were you saying, Midway? Oh, I said, uh, the he asked how the show was, and I said, the one with, uh, Mads. Are you talking about Mads, 3-Bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good show. I watched some of it. Boom had to leave right. during it, but, uh, Mav took over the show and made it his own. That's awesome. Like, Mads is a very, <laughs> uh, cool tech guy, and that's yeah. actually how I met Mav. Um, it was one through one of his shows pretty cool pretty cool guy yeah he is cool i, yeah, I, I like wish i could make some of his shows man i wish i could make some of them they're just he's well, very good at he's had a break for a while things, um yeah. in a way that even like i can understand you know what i mean that's why i like watching his videos because i'm not a very big tech guy but just the way he uh, rolls through stuff and which is cool too because like english is not his first language right no. so to be able to actually explain things that well in a second language um, is pretty impressive, right? So, uh, shout out to Mads. You're awesome, dude. Mads, you are awesome. I hope that you took advantage of that FanFest stuff. Because I did. Oh, you can't see it because the green. Like, invisible. Can you see oh, it? Oh, cool. Yeah. I got that. That's fancy. Yeah. Is. is it like hieroglyphic or was that just the uh the green screen like messing with it it was a green screen messing with it i wish oh. <laughs> it kind of, didn't it look kind of hieroglyphic -y? like yeah hey put it, put, it, put it yeah put it put it in front of your body clowns maybe we could see it better because if you're off to the side it's going to catch the screen put it on your beard no. like right here like yeah, just put it like in front of your body, like right in your chest. Just so hey, guys. It's you. Oh, okay. It, so it's green. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was like different colors, and I was like, <laughs> let's go. Cool. So I think I know why Mav is looking serious. It's 
probably the NFL draft, and he's like, "Oh crap, the Eagles are taking all the good players." <laughs> no, is that the Cowboys are going to be fine. We're going to get What's Patrick Sertain, Jr. You're going to be fine. Yeah, we're going to be know. fine. This is the season. You know, everybody who doesn't know this, Mav and I played uh, Madden, and he, <clears throat> the Cowboys got lucky that day. We'll say, <laughs> oh, okay. they, very lucky. Yeah. But when the Eagles make their comeback, which is going to happen soon, we're going to stream it, right, Math? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you initiated a second challenge, uh, which was a mistake. <laughs> um, but I will accept. Yep. How about I, I, I would always play Lawrence as the Eagles. first round, first pick. Oh. So what was that uh, midway? Lawrence, who went first pick. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Continue, Clones. No problem. Last topic before we get out of here is uh, MLB The Show seems to be doing pretty well on Xbox. Uh, It's even selling well on Xbox, which upset a lot of people that uh, only play on one other system and argue back and forth. It seemed to upset them. But a lot of Xbox players are having fun with MLB The Show 21. And I am happy to like it. I do happen to like it. I'm not good at it. I play on the easiest mode possible. And I feel like a superstar. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I just wish the servers didn't constantly go down because I want to play people. And this is another challenge to Mav as well. My Phillies will be any team Mav puts up against them. I just put it out there. It probably will beat me at MLB the show, man, because I can't oh. hit for shit. <laughs> just uh, like um, I haven't played enough of it yet. I every and now I play the show every year, but it always takes me a while to get the timing down. I, I started getting a little bit better uh, the other day when I was playing. I started getting some hits. So, but yeah, you, you may you may get me with that one. We'll we'll, we'll see. All right. I mean, the Phillies are superstars. Can, yeah. All Philly teams I, are superstars. Yeah, the Go Rangers ahead. don't have much, so I'm kind of itching at this. So can I can I uh, can I start? Yep. Okay. So Mav. What's up, bud? You played twenty and did you play nineteen before that? Yes. Did you play eighteen? Yes. I've been playing since the PS2, bro. I've been playing the okay. show since PS2. So from the last three years. Does the show deserve its 78 Metacritic this year? I, The thing is, okay, so the game's not that much different than when it was getting 90s. <laughs> you know what I mean? And to tell you the right. truth, right? So, like, if you go, like, four years ago, five years ago, when the game was like, hey, this is the best game in sports gaming, MLB The Show, it's, like, getting 90s. It's really not that much different. And, in fact, there is a difference, man. There is one. Oh, it's on yes, Xbox. There is. Right. On Xbox. <laughs> so, but they have made improvements because the menu system back then was trash. It had the one flaw that the show has always had is the menu system. It was just like ancient, archaic, and like cumbersome to, to move between uh, different features and modes and stuff. It just didn't look that good. Uh, they've actually kind of fixed that. Now, maybe they simplified it a little too much now. <laughs> um, that would be one critique I have. Um, they need to get some of the more online stuff going as well. Um, 
But all these sports games, I think one of the reasons they have started to review a little less is because they're putting so much more focus into like the like my team, ultimate team, diamond dynasty modes where like that's like everything that they're trying to put into and all of the development uh budget goes into those modes because that's what's making them the most money and some of the other modes have not improved as much because of that what right so that could be one reason why but those modes are really fun except they make you want to spend money that's the downside so does it deserve a 78 no because gameplay wise it's better than it ever was um Road to the show is still incredible. It's my favorite mode in all of sports games. Um, I'm playing that right now. So Road to the Show is... I got hooked into that on PS2, and I've been playing that mode ever since. I really want to get into Diamond Dynasty, which the menu system has kept me from being able to get hooked into it the last uh, few years. This uh, seems a little bit better, but I'm I'm hesitant just because I don't want to... I don't want to buy packs, and I know if I play too much of it, I will want to buy packs. Okay, um, so this is my first time playing the show, right? Um, so coming from somebody that has never played it before, mm-hmm. I the the player models are fabulous. They are amazing. Right. Uh, detail is incredible. I mean, even I'm a White Sox fan. Jose Abreu, he has yeah. a, a goatee, and he puts it in a little. In a little uh little ponytail like little yeah. bow, Anakin and it, style. yeah, and it looks and it, and it look and he, he himself looks phenomenal. So, um, my gripes are that they didn't really put that same effort into the surroundings, mm-hmm. like the audience um, and stuff. Yeah, the audience. I mean, their elbows. It's a COVID, it's a COVID audience. <laughs> <laughs> Their elbows, I don't know, man. It looks like a polygon from 2006. Yeah. And then the umpires aren't as detailed as well, which I'm kind of surprised about that. The ball physics are terrible around the plate. If you foul off a ball, it'll roll two feet and then just stop. Like, like dead stop. <laughs> like, not like subtle. It'll just be a dink, and then that'll be it. And then when you hit a home run or a foul ball and you hit the stands it bounces off the stands like it bounces off like it almost looks like a pop-up stadium like in a book you know like it doesn't look like it has depth it doesn't look like you know it's just the the immersion gets lost after that when it when it comes to i mean the 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 commentary is awesome um if you have the x and s version you get to see the radio hosts and and all the you know the people talk from uh, MLB.com, mm-hmm. and then but I also downloaded the one the Xbox One version because I still have a One S, and it's a uh, twenty seven gigabyte difference between the X and S to the One, and that you you it almost sounds like a radio show instead. Did you of, see? It? Was there a difference with the audience and the umpires and stuff between the 1S and the Series X version? To me, to me, no. Right. That's just curious. Yeah, to me, no. I, I, You could definitely tell um, in the, kind of like the resolution and the frames. You could definitely tell in that way, because mm-hmm. I, 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 I distinctly like felt like the meter, the pitching meter, because I went meter with the pitching. I didn't, like mm-hmm. old school, I didn't, I didn't do analog. I suck at analog, so um, 
But they like, don't. They don't. Like, one thing I'll say about the show also is they don't. They haven't nailed the analog stuff as well as the 2K baseball game did. Like okay. 2K baseball had really good analog hitting and really good analog pitching, and the show didn't add that until a couple of years ago. I don't think, right. and they just haven't really got it right. Um, I prefer using the other modes like you with the show just because of that. There was another one where, where it kind of like goes in and out and you got to kind of get it as close as possible, which was really, I, yeah. the one thing, the, the one thing one. that, yeah, yeah. The one thing that I, I, I praise, I'm praising it is, um, the, the control options. I mean, usually it's like one or two, like a control type, a control type B they, they have like four different options. You can go straight all out and just go up. Just let the computer handle everything. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, so I mean, it's just, it's, it's a, uh, like I said, the player models are great, the commentary is great. I think uh, when I first got to the show from AAA, like it, they made it a big deal, which was kind of cool. You saw the nice little CGI effect and all that stuff, which was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, like everything else, just felt like uh, just they needed to put a little more effort into into that immersion because after a ball hits hit you hit a home run in the stands it turns into like a white glowy dot but it's <laughs> bigger than the baseball should yeah. be so it's just uh, that is great and you know the, fu- the the reason why i asked about the the metacritic too because i mean if you look at the user score still on this thing it's still in the fours like are playstation people bombing their own well, yep. you, you got to look at this are. too, though. Like this has been going on with sports games for a long time, not even just this game. Like, and I think one thing is a lot of people are like playing this game for the first time, right? Because it's in Game Pass and um, they're, they are right to make some assumptions. There definitely is people review bombing it and stuff, but that goes also with all exclusive games get review bombed and the other thing is all sports games get review bombed because players are very fickle especially sports gamers and like go look at madden's review score a user score and go look at uh some of these other third-party sports games user scores they're just absolute but i mean obviously this is different because you said exclusive games right and and like the the previous scores were nines and whatever well on on Um, critic review scores but user scores they were even those games are getting like but they still get to play this game that's the problem like right but they like i'm talking about even third-party Pub, right, published games. Right. Like I mean, they're getting, they get review bombed. I think Madden's kind of too. a terrible thing, terrible uh, uh, example mm-hmm. because it kind of it's been going downhill for a very long time. So people, yeah, yeah there's no innovation with Madden because of their because they're well, even two K, two K's user scores are horrible. Two K basketball, yeah, because there's no competition anymore, so they just go with the status quo. And but the thing is with ba- this baseball game is that like. It's not like it's not like nobody's not can't play this game now. I mean, it'd be yes. different. Mm-hmm. It'd be different if like, I mean, you saw it, right? I mean, like twenty the review scores were in the nines, user scores were in the nines, and this one, the only difference is, is that now it's on Xbox, and now people are review bombing. And, and it's not even just users. It's you know, like you just said, it was, it's critics too. 
Like yeah. critics who preview it's really funny. This is one guy, I guess the Forbes, the Forbes guy. Yeah. Um, he reviewed the previous year and this year and said there was like improvements in this year and he rated it like way lower. Yeah. So that's what just... I'm talking about as far as it's the same game as it was when it was in the 90s, right? Um, that doesn't make it sense to lower the score that much, you know, basically. Uh, it's, um, but it, there's a difference between critic review scores and user review scores, right? Whereas the critics are kind of doing it, uh, which is a one good example of 3-bit just gave. Uh, users are doing it to even more of an extreme, but I don't know if it's just because of that. I think it's just because it's a sports game and people do this every year with sports games. It's uh, You can just look back every single year. It's even like if you go back to MLB 20, even it has like a low user review scores. What is it? Uh, let me go look it up real quick. Oh, I thought you were looking it up right there. Uh, yeah, so... I was looking at the show 21. I think what Mama is saying in the chat, she wants Midway to teach her how to play American baseball. Well, I played cricket with her. I played Cricket 19, which is the (laughs) only cricket game on Game Pass. (laughs) That guy didn't last. I didn't realize it. I didn't realize. Oh yeah. See, we were like, we're like, I'm like, uh, you were pitching, or I'm sorry, boning, and uh, I was, I was, I was batting, and. It just kept going and going. No matter how, I'm like, when does this end? And then I later learned that every player on the team has to bat. Oh, it's and not a three. A it's, can it's, go on for how long? So, it, so, uh, yeah, a, hey, uh, a midway. A, I take back game. everything I just said, bro. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Uh, MLB the show has a user score of six point six. Uh, so. Yeah, but on PS4, MLB The Show 21 has a user score of 3.7. That's cra- <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, so I didn't know it was that bad. You know, wow. I yeah, yeah I just remember. You're, 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 y'all, you're, y'all are 100 percent on. You're all 100 percent on that. I mean, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's that's crazy. Is this uh, really pickles. mad? Uh, really mad fans who. Yeah. are mad about it's, a game. It's tainted now. Our precious exclusive is tainted with green. You know, so it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. So Cricket NBA 2K1 has a 0.8. <laughs> so does Cricket 19 have better scores than MLB and oh God. NBA? Come <laughs> Cricket? Let me go see. Oh, Cricket, which one? I, Cricket 19? I think it's yeah, only it's like called? 20 gigabytes that game. So the it's latest like, Cricket? It, I didn't uh, know they made a cricket game. Seven, eight, yeah, cricket. Everybody, just just let you know, uh, cricket nineteen <laughs> is way better game than uh, MLB The Show twenty one <laughs> because it has a uh, user score of a seven point nine on Metacritic. Oh my god! No. Um, go get that now. It's by Big Ant Studios. Uh, yeah, seven point nine. Okay, I played it. Seven point nine. I played it. Here's my official review. Don't play it. Uh, <laughs> Not even download what, it. What is the critic score <laughs> out of curiosity? Yeah, what's the, the critic score? Oh, geez. The I just got off yeah. of it. Hold on. How I can bring oh, uh, it. 7.9. Really, I bet really it really work. 73. So it's five wow. points less than the show right now. Do y'all want to know what Madden uh, 21's uh, user score is? 
That just goes to show you, like, you know. (laughs) 0.2. Oh, my gosh. How many reviews? 5,656 ratings. Yeah, 0.2. Yeah, Madden kind of deserves it. Change up your game. Madden does deserve it. Uh, (laughs) What's what's another one? Let's look up NHL. NHL. Give 2K another shot at NFL, man. Yeah, they extended the contract, so I don't know when that's going to happen. NHL 20 is a 3.7. Golf with your friends. Oh, God. <laughs> Golf with your friends is going to be like a game. 10. It's probably like a 9 it's or 10. It's a funny game. Uh, FIFA 21 is, is a 2.4 on Stadia. Let's see what it is on Xbox. Yeah. Zero, 0. 0.7 on Xbox. This is, the, that's, this is what I was trying to go with with sports gamers. For some reason, they just review bomb everything. Um, I would, I, you know, I've never played FIFA or anything, but I would just love to know like what what the the, the main gripe is about. It probably ultimate team uh, on these games and the and the my team modes and the stuff. People are getting sick of it. Oh, yeah, um, Madden. Madden is ultimate team. Oh, I gave you up know. on Madden. I especially yeah, I, gave up when like in the stands they still had the previous year, even though it was a new game. <laughs> yeah. That's when I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, you're basically spending sixty dollars for access to a storefront now because that's where they put all the work in in the on that mode they don't put as much into the other modes anymore right? listen so. to me ea madden needs to be a, a release every two to three years with roster and content upgrades that is it that's what i think it should be don't worry about putting out a game every year 20 to 30 bucks that's what you should be paying for this game anyway so because of how bad they're they're not really, like you said, they 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 put the wrong year. They left the wrong year on the scoreboard. Yeah, the I mean, come on, <laughs> yep. yeah. I can't believe they did that. I never even noticed. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Did they ever do oh, a update patch? They better. Let's golf with your friends. I'm sorry, golf with your friends. PC game 2016, 6.5 user score. Wow. PS4, it has a 6.2 user score. And 4.9 on Xbox. Wow. Well, it looks like Xbox isn't the version to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess more people played it on there. Because it was on Switch. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, That's only based on 19 ratings, though. So. Okay, so we can still we can still get it up there then if we all go vote. Yeah. And give it like you know what five stars, ten stars, whatever. <laughs> and guys, just so you know, these scores matter because Metacritic is the final say on yes, it is. quality. Yes. So make sure that you know you uh, definitely look at those scores on Metacritic before you make any purchasing decisions um, or uh, decide to try a game because it is uh, very accurate. If you can't tell the sarcasm in my voice right now. Well, Indy, yeah. if your internet dropped, you would have learned that cricket has a higher score uh, than some of the other sports games. And mm. it's only five points below MLB the show. Mm. So I know cricket we're, I know is we're talking big about popular. Metacritic, but it's all about it's all about personal preference. Play what you want. Yep. Yes. But you know, at the same time there is trends when it comes to numbers so when you see you know stuff like this especially when something becomes multiplied it's just 
you can see the bias in it. So, I mean, it's just, you know. It's a very clear bias. Like, it, you yeah, can literally I mean, see the previous year and then see this year. So, see yeah. the bias, you know. It's it's hard to judge anything based on the user stuff, but especially on the critic stuff, you can tell, right? That's where I think it stands out more because people think that critics don't have biases or aren't supposed to have biases. It's human nature to have a preferred platform that you actually enjoy more, whether you want to admit it or not. It's like so you are going to enjoy playing something, a specific genre more on a certain platform more. Um, and it may come through in your decisions and the way you think about things without with even if you're trying to not be biased, if you enjoy it more inherently, it's going to come through with your judgments and, and things like that. Right? You know, you make a good point because there is a person on Twitter that I follow. Been following for a long time. Any gamer chick. She's a really nice person. She does a lot of pinball um, kind of like reviews and scores with her family. And she actually said this a long time ago, what you just said. She said there is no way to not have a preference of a game or a style of game that you like. Some people like platformers. Some people like open world style games. Some people like first person shooters. And that's just their preference, right? You can't take somebody who would give a, uh, a first person shooter a 10 and then stick them into like a Super Mario Brothers platformer and expect the same result. It might not happen. And that was her point. And I, I kind of sort of agree because I am partial to platformers myself and pinball games. Like, I would, I love those games. I enjoy spending time on them. And I could spend all day on Pinball FX3. And that is, you know, it's not intentional, but I would probably rate Pinball FX3 better than some games that I've played just because I love pinball. And it's not like I hate the other games. It's just more fun for me, you know. Yeah. And any gamer gets in the chat, but we're we're actually almost on the two hour mark. And in Mama's land, uh, Ooh. it is probably like really late, and she's probably like falling asleep. And I she's got to sleep, I think. She's got to get some MLB the show in with uh, Midway as well, <laughs> so I can teach her baseball over cricket. Second uh, extinction time. It's it's some American <laughs> football too. Teach her American football. You know, not that, not that UK FIFA kick a ball that's round like football. Yeah, yeah, some real football with pads <laughs> and helmets and face masking and sacking the QB. You know what I mean? Um, I coach yeah, so it, we... so she better start understanding it because I, I talk it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we gonna have to coach her up midway. Yeah. I'll tell her. I'll tell her what a holding call is. <laughs> rugby with pads <laughs> i think you know rugby's probably more violent um but rugby you... i kudos to those guys they are beasts yeah yeah pk um before we get out of here is there anything that you wanted to say or elaborate on oh no i'm good man hey you guys had a good conversation i was just listening in um glad to be here man it's good to hang out um, I got some dinner waiting on me, so I'm looking forward to eating for sure. <laughs> I had some Chick Fil A, and I'm not sponsored by Chick Fil A, but it's still sitting here. So I we know we heard. Is there Chick Fil A in the UK? No. I told her about the cow commercials. Shame. That yeah, is a shame. It's a, it's a great place for a nice little bite to eat. It's a good. It's a good. The place. chicken place we have here is KFC. 
Oh, I'm sorry. For I know. That. I know. I'm so sorry. You can only eat that for so many days in a row before you're tired of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so PK, where can everybody find you, man? Well, definitely you can find me here every Thursday, hanging out with the crew, my team, and here for GQ TV. Definitely be on tomorrow, hanging out with my other brothers from another mother, GRG. We we set times at at eight thirty Eastern. Uh, standard and definitely on Saturday with my big brother, 108 Dragons TV and the Dragons did. We're going to be having a good old time. Hey, pretty soon, uh, I hear that uh, we're going to have a special guest come on uh, the Dragons then. We're going to be uh, Mr. Mr. Hip Hop Gamer is coming through. So you wow. guys got to keep watching. Haven't heard that name in a while. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome show, man. And lemon always brings lemon always brings energy to uh, <laughs> Dragons Den for sure. And uh, let's see who's next on the square list on my screen. Uh, so below PK is Mav. Mav, what's going on? Where can people find you, man? Hey, um, fun show today. You can find me on Twitter at Fun Speculation, YouTube Fun Speculation uh, tonight. Fun Pop Podcast, where we talk about movies, TV shows, uh, whatever. Like We're, we're going to talk about our favorites tonight. We're going to dive deep and say, hey, what's your favorite movie of all time? What's your favorite Marvel movie of all time? We're going we're gonna to find out some juicy information from, from our panel. Also, uh, guesting tonight with 3-Bit and Psychonauts and I will be Steel Rain and Pong Soul will be there. Uh, it's going to be a blast. Then tomorrow night... Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern is Xbox Ultimate Podcast, and we have Bad Bit. Uh, Joe himself is going uh, to be tomorrow. Hey. Uh, it's going to be a blast. It's We're cool. going to have a great time uh, tomorrow. Uh, so, again, that's Xbox Ultimate Podcast, Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. So check that out, guys. Um, appreciate all of you here. And in the chat, y'all were awesome. Thank you. Midway? Cool. Yes. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me in this basement. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Locked up. <laughs> there's a gate, so the dog didn't get through. But uh, yes, uh, Midway Eight Monster on Twitter. Um, also, that's pretty much it. But you know, I'm glad to be back. You know, it's it's been like two, two, two and a half long months. Uh, doing doing another passion that i love you know coaching football so i'm really glad to be back and be talking with all of you guys on another passion that i'm that i like uh, to talk about three bit thanks for coming by uh pk always a pleasure mav three quarterbacks were taken in the first three picks i can't remember the last time that ever happened and that mama rocks i see you here but you know i'll see you later and clowns Always a pleasure. Thanks for keeping me on retainer. And I am hope to come back next week and have another good time with you all. Thank you very much. And 3-Bit, where can people find you when you're not giving out secret information? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, you guys can find me tonight on Fun Pop. Um, I am on... Uh, I just keep saying I'm on map shows. Just go to Mav and you'll probably find me. 
at some point. Uh, but I do have my own YouTube channel. It's the Video Games HD. Um, I just been busy this week, so I I wasn't even <laughs> sure if I could podcast this week. I'm trying. I'm going in and out of of working and then podcast, so it's working out a little bit. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much where you guys can find me. Uh, my Twitter is the VGHD. Um, and for all you don't know, uh, we joke with Three Bit because he's got like a funny poker face. And he's always smiling every time certain topics come up. So it's just a joke. Don't don't think he's giving out secret info. We just try to ask him on the show a lot. But it's just yeah. a joke. Thank, just, thank you. He's just a happy guy, that's all. Yeah, he is he is a happy yeah. guy. Yeah. Um and Mama, where can people find you uh, you know, when you're not playing cricket? Okay, I don't play cricket anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, you can find me over on Twitter, that Mama Rocks. And you can find all my work over at mulehorngaming.com. Um, it's been good to be back. Awesome. So I, I, I haven't got much more energy left. <laughs> hey, that's okay. <laughs> I'm gradually that's right. going. <laughs> She's just going to hey, fall backwards. If you, I am absolutely you know, if you fall asleep on the show, I mean, there are people that watch sleeping streams too. So yeah, no, that's for... creepy. So I don't want to. <laughs> um. Well, everybody can find me at Italian Clowns on all social media at 4GWQ Podcast. We actually did get a sponsorship offer from Wondershare from Mora Ten, uh, which I'm in talks with right now. Uh, part of the sponsorship is that. We would do pre-roll ads and they would give out a key uh, to a fan of the show. So we're kind of like in talks with that. We do have some interviews coming up. We have Steve Pugh, uh, who's worked on Marvel Comics, Dark Horse Comics. He's done some of the Marvel zombie stuff. He's an excellent artist, man. Really Love cool that series. stuff. That's a good series. Yeah. You probably know him, three, but you know everybody at Marvel. He's got him like in your Rolodex there. No, I, I don't know him. I haven't uh -huh. had the pleasure of meeting him. Well, he's a really cool guy. Uh, his work is speaks for itself. Then we have Aaron Fitzgerald coming on. She was on Ed, Ed, and Eddie, so that's going to be exciting. And I have an article that's coming out in Wired, which uh, should be soon, hopefully. Very excited about that um so yeah so everybody see you guys next time um next week same time hopefully the same crew and hopefully more information from three bit later guys <laughs> bye, bye. Deuces.